How's that sound? Test one, two. Hello, hello, hello. All right, everybody. Rick Shields on the Eric Lang Show. Get ready. God, my levels are so hot today. How's that? Is that is, we started, right? We're now. starting. Yeah, we started. Wow. Here's your headphones. He didn't even put his headphones in. Sorry, I jumped the gun, maybe. He did a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. But, you know, I think it's one of the things where you just want to get started. You just want to hear every little aspect of it. Because I hate on podcasts where it's like, you know, they did the long intro. And by the way, most of the time, everybody knows each other. Anyway, everyone knows who you are, Rick. I don't, I wouldn't say everyone. Everybody does. I posted one photo of you last night and everyone was like, Shieldsy, Rick, love him. Oh my God. Rick no, eight. I, uh, I messaged all my friends to message you. That's all it was. <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a good hardcore 10 friends. 10 who, good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Who, as soon as they see my name on something, they go, oh, we better, we better do our bit. Right. We better make him look more popular than what he actually So you is. get, so you get 500,000 hits, divide those over 10 people. It's like, yeah. That's pretty. It's <laughs> like your brother. Because my joke is that the only people that listen to this are my parents. And I don't think that's true. Because I put a picture of you on last night of my Instagram. And I was like, do a podcast with Eric. Do a podcast with Eric. So Really? There are fans out there. Did anyone ask you? Did anyone tell you what they wanted me to ask you? Uh, no. I, well, I didn't really respond to say we're doing one. Because I know. Oh. Well, I knew, I knew time restrictions were. It was tentative. Yeah, we're in the Island Man, which is a really random place. <laughs> To meet you anyway. So Eric invited me out here. We're doing some filming. We did some great filming last night. Yeah. And Eric's over here doing some more filming. It was like, Island Man's pretty close. I've never been here before. Right. Took half an hour from Manchester and here we are. Yeah. It's the, the fact that we're here is just extra weird. Very strange. And, but we had the most, I'm sure we'll get into it, but the most incredible sunset possibly ever last night. On a golf course. I mean, as a as a golfer, you've traveled the world, you've played a lot of golf. You you get to see a lot of sunsets. That topped it last night. That was I was up there. I'm just hoping. I created a couple of videos for my YouTube channel, uh, introducing kind of Eric to my audience, and I just hope and pray that the camera didn't do a dish service right to the sunset. You know, but it always does. Let's hope not. It always does. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit it. I'm going to make it more red. <laughs> I'm going to make it more extreme because it was phenomenal. It really was. It's so hard to capture all those things. And, you know, for me, what was really funny is, well, I we talked about this a little bit, but it was my first time. Well, first of all, welcome to the show, Rick Shields. Thank you. At Rick Shields PGA. You are, when people come up to you and they say, you look like a pro golfer or something, what, what do they say to you when they don't quite know who you are? Uh, I think, well, they'll say, who, who the hell are you to start off with? <laughs> right, no, so right. I, I'm, I'm a golf professional. I'm a golf coach is where I'd kind of really start. And that's right. my job. Effectively. And, you're, and you're probably the most famous golf coach on YouTube. You could say that. And who's above you? Uh, nobody. Yeah, maybe Guy, nobody. who's above him? <laughs> nobody. nobody. No, there's, there's, there's a handful of Francesco? There's a handful no. of golf coaches who are doing content online and doing it, you know, we... we landed on youtube at a good time yeah and we were persistent and we carried on so there's there's three or four channels who were who were smashing the way yeah uh coaching content instructional content reviews course videos journeys about getting better at golf there's there's all different avenues now and i think the main four or five channels have all kind of slotted in their their own slot uh and kind of the last couple of years, my channel's gone bonkers. It's gone crazy. You're like you're like your own magazine. Yeah, you're like your own channel, quite literally. But beyond just like channel on YouTube, quote unquote, you actually are. 
there's enough content on your channel to basically keep anyone satisfied for how long? Well, Two months? This, well, there's 1,500 videos on my channel. Jesus. I can't remember the stat, but it's something crazy. I think every day, something like... Right in saying this, like four million minutes get watched every day. What? Let me let me get that fact. Let me get that. So I get about four million views a month on my channel. Okay, guy is looking it up right now. Yeah. Guy is uh, Rick's right hand man. Yeah, yeah, he's my brand manager. He's so. he's your Stuart. He's my Stuart. <laughs> I was hoping to meet Stuart. Do you guys play golf together? We do. Yeah, yeah, we played golf. How many strokes do you give, guy? Uh, you play off three. The guy plays off three. Okay. I uh, I actually played at his home course the other day. He won't like me telling this story. <laughs> so he, he just joined the new golf course. He went, come on, Rick, come and play. I was like, okay, let's let's go and do a business meeting on the golf course. We played nine holes. I've never played the golf course before, Eric. Uh -huh. what? It's his even? home course. Even? It's his home course. Two under? Listen, I, I lost count after I went what, <laughs> after I went one under. No, <laughs> we played nine holes. I, went, I was one under. I managed to take the uh, take the W, take the win. Right. So I've got. But you that. did match play. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I'm a match play man. We we talked a bit about this last night. So so about last night. Yes. Tell everybody at home who's listening to this podcast, fans of yours, um, you know, fans of mine who haven't seen this sh this show that you're just starting. Yes. That we shot last night. Yeah. So this is this is a new show, and it's my way of playing golf with interesting characters within the world of golf you being one of them you you my third episode i'm 30 percent so far yeah yeah i'll just keep dwindling though well, you, you, you managed to get <laughs> you managed to do one thing that nobody's done yet i know no uh, i did no i did lose. offend more than more offend more than two people yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so it's a new show to introduce new interesting people to my audience you know my audience my youtube audience is global mainly us though I was right. saying last night, my, my audience is nearly 60% USA. Why do you think that is? More golfers. Right. Big, uh, bigger country. 30,000 courses in the world, 18,000 in America. There you go. That's probably why. Uh, California is my biggest spot, though. Cali. And you know what? I've only been once. That's crazy, crazy. me. I was yeah, there you... for two weeks on, for honeymoon, but I've only been to California once. But if someone said to me right now, you have to move to one place, it'd be San Diego. Boom. I love it. It's so cool that you know that. I just, uh, it was just that spot where we, and me and my wife went on a honeymoon. We did a massive tour around the US and San Diego were only there for like three days. But me and my wife were like, wow, right. this is, this is where we're going to call home. Whether we do, who knows? We've got kids now. I've got two kids and another one on the way, you know, set up uh, businesses at home and stuff. So it might get a bit trickier, but I would never rule it out. But yeah, California is my- But you're my, young. How old are you? I am 30. 32 in July. Thinking about this month. it. You're thinking about that one. Yeah, but come on, you lose count after, what, 25? Right. Well, you're also, you've got, you've got a lot of other ages in your life that you have yeah. to calculate now. I've, I've I don't enough, have any. I've got enough pin numbers to try and remember. Never mind an age. Right. All I have to do is think about my dog's age, and that's a question mark anyway. Nobody yeah. knows. Oh, every year is it seven years, isn't it? Something like that. So, yeah, so I've got, I've got fam young family. Long story short, my, a lot of my audience is US, and my... I was trying to figure that out, though. Why do you think it is U.S.? Beyond just, I was thinking that your accent goes a long way in America. It could do. I think I think you fulfill the Simon Cowell kind of like you know golf instructor. Well, English guys seem to do great in the. They US. do well. Certainly these days. Back in the day, not so much. Yeah. Now you've got, and I'm please do not. I'm not comparing myself to these characters, but <laughs> like like you say, Simon Cowell smashed it. Right. Harry Styles seems to smashed it. Right. Uh, Ed Sheeran, yeah. James Corden. Well, you know, but mathematically, you're smarter than any other golf pro in America. 
uh, no. because of your accent. Okay. Is that, does that go a long way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's that borderline where it's, it's English, but it's not the Queen's English. Yeah, what is your accent? It's Manchester. Yeah, so I'm from the northwest right. of England. So, but you have you have a posh Manchester accent. It's I would say it's a neutral accent. Neutral. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say it's proper Mank. Right, because Mank is a bit more like governor. No, that's a, that's London. That's that's London. Yeah, it's Mank's a bit more like. Oh, I don't. I can't try and try to think how I do now. Right, mate. But it's quite. It's not. It's a bit slang. It's almost. I can probably do Scouse better, but even do it, try it. Liverpool. Just give it a go. Big, big go, big swing. I don't know why I can't do my home accent. <laughs> That's alarming, that, right? Maybe it's because you're like... Manchester. Manchester. How are you doing? That's really? all I needed. Yeah, Is that just, what they do on the radio? Just someone to say. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Rick from Manchester. Imagine if I did my videos like this, man. How's everyone doing? You all playing golf today or what? That's very different. So yeah, that's Manchester. Right. So I've tried to neutralize it. To and a, yours is neutralized more to almost a bit more American English. Yeah. I, I tell you what, if I spend too much time in the US, I start to go slang. You start to just talk yeah, like totally bit, an American. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll go real south. <laughs> Wherever yeah. I am in the US, right. I just go south. Right. And I go, hey, man. Yeah. I never say that. No. I would never say in a million years, hey, man, how you doing, dude? Really? Never. What would you say? Hello. Good morning. It's very. You're very. How are uh, you today, sir? The English. Good uh, morning. Man, good morning, wifey. You would say that. No, but I wouldn't say. Hey, you doll. Say good morning. <laughs> so yeah, because when I saw you this morning, what did you say? You said good morning. We had breakfast together. I you think said, I, I like. I, I tried to cool it out. I tried to fist bump you a little bit. <laughs> I tried hey, to fist bump hey, you. Hey man, how you doing? How's the sleep? Yeah, because I remember yesterday I did. I think I went in for a fist bump, and you and and it was a midair switch. Oh, it was yeah, it was because you were going in for a handshake. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm a I'm a handshaker. I'm a nice to meet you, sir. Right. I think that's just the the little the traits that English fellas. Is that golf or is that being English? Definitely golf. Really, without question. Yeah. Right. I learned I learned how to give a strong handshake at the age of ten, eleven. Right. Like, when I when I started playing golf, it was one of the first. It's probably one of the first things of etiquette I got taught. Really, the strength of a handshake. Uh, who taught it to you? My mum. Really? I'm mad at that. Yeah, Your my mum said my mum got me into golf. Unfortunately, she didn't play as much anymore. She didn't play at all. But she she got me into golf, and when we started to play with other people, and she was like, "Right, you don't like obviously when you handshake a lady, it's a bit softer." Sure. She went, "No, you you if you make sure you give a proper handshake, men and women." No, mainly men. I still go a bit softer on ladies, but right um, as you should. Yeah, but like it was like no, you've got to grasp the hand, look at the player. Yeah, eye contact. Square in the hand, yeah. in the eyes. Yeah, a handshake with no eye contact to me is dead. Or or a hand down handshake oh, like, is like, the worst. Well, that that's a that's a power move, isn't it? Let me see. I like to flip. Let's it. do a little handshake here. So if you go eye contact. I can't stop, sorry, yeah. That's good. That and was good. If you go flip, oh, yeah, you fuck go that. flip. I like to go, I like to turn. <laughs> you so I like, I'm arm. just like, hold on. You grab the no, forearm yeah, and take exactly. it back. So you, you know who does the the power? So what he's talking about is when you when you shake hands and then the other person basically uh throws you under by by pointing their back of their hand to the ceiling. Yes. And that's a that's a power move that uh you know who does that a lot is uh, agents. Is it in Los Angeles? They'll come in, you know. 23 years old fucking riding a cowboy <laughs> you know right riding a horse they come in all high on coke and they just come in and go, throw your hand down and i, I literally will turn coke. it back too 
Yeah, good. And these guys are usually guys that go to the gym, you know, twice a day. Yeah. That's it. They got big forearms. So you, is, is that the reason why? So they can power move your handshake? I think that's the main workout they're doing is... Uh... <laughs> How do we get onto this subject? But yeah, I, I think good, good solid hand. I think the, the characteristics that golf have taught me is to spend, you know, as a, as a young kid growing up, I spent a lot of time with obviously kids my age, but also adults. And you've got to learn how to behave. You've got to learn how to speak in front of adults and, you know, do professional handshakes and manly handshakes. And, right. and all, all of those things that I feel have, has definitely put me in decent stead as I've grown into my own man and father and things that I'll teach my kids as well, Even whether they get into golf or not. I hope, hopefully they will do. But, you know, characteristics, pieces of etiquette that I think carries a long way within the world of golf. Right. Would you say? Absolutely. Because you obviously came into golf later. Yeah. You, I had to you, I had to relearn. I was gonna say, were you like were you like fist pumping and <laughs> high fiving everyone as soon as you met? Well, yeah, I came, I came into golf definitely with like uh a much more casual uh vibe, right? Because yeah, for me I hadn't learned any of those things. And in a sense I had spent most of my teens and early twenties kind of living in the opposite. Yeah. You know. Um You were power moving. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't a power move. It was, it was, I was, um, I was just oblivious. Right. You know, like I would walk around uh, my hometown in a bathing suit, just, just downtown in our, you know I, I mean? feel like I could imagine this on a skateboard. Uh, no, just walking. I, I had a skateboard sometimes, yeah. but bicycles, I was into bicycles. Okay. Um, okay. So, but I don't even think we finished the part about what we did last night. Sorry. Yeah. So no, I mean, my, my, my new show, I've titled it Teeing It Up With. And the idea is I'm teeing it up with interesting characters. So that, that'll be a mixture of golf professionals, amateurs, uh, people within the media. I don't kind of know where you fit into this. I think, well, we titled yours Teeing It Up With The Coolest Man In Golf. How crazy is that? And I think that's quite fitting. Yeah, I, I gotta say that's a huge compliment. Well, I, I, I was trying to wrap my brains and going back to, I looked through Instagram, I thought, come on, I've got to follow someone cooler. <laughs> and I looked and I scrolled and I scrolled. Oh, you tried to oh, yeah, you yeah, tried yeah. to base the test on Yeah, I was like, hold on, there must be someone cooler. There was actually no one cooler. I thought it was just a throwaway name. I struggled. I struggled. There's really no one cooler. Uh, for, who who for, are the who are the close ones? I've not met him, but that Malbon golf seems He's cool. cool. He is cooler than me in a lot of ways. See, I've but I've not I don't I don't feel like I've listened to him on the podcast. Right. But I don't feel like I've fully know him yet here's the thing here's the difference between me and him is that he's the coolest thing in golf okay i'm the coolest personality i sound like a total shithead when i say that listen i've bigged you up for the last two days (laughs) yeah i'm not the coolest anything i'm just myself i've been telling you the coolest so you're gonna have to start believing you my tattoo is almost dry yeah (laughs) 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 i'm gonna get a matching one i played with the coolest man in golf um so so obviously that was an interesting one for me where i can showcase you as a personality someone who is you know bringing something fresh to i want to say the golf media space sure you know obviously you've not I don't think you've fully quite figured it out yet. Yeah. Is what we've discussed off air, but I feel like it's going. What, to- what he just said was super fucking top secret. It's, it's it, there. It? There are we've got things happening behind the scenes here that are about to unveil on the golf industry that are literally. Oh don't feel bad. Don't feel it's a good thing. I didn't sign an NDA. Rick Shields just gave a gave I didn't a sign teaser. Any NDA. I want. It, I want this in. I want this he, in writing. He gave a teaser of basically what what's going to happen is. Uh, 
so many big secrets are about to be unveiled and in listen, the next guys everyone listening hit me up on instagram i'll tell you all the secrets <laughs> in the rick, next rick shields pj i'll tell you everything in the next 20 years we're gonna have huge secrets <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited about a few things one what's coming up for you yeah i'm 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 desperate to see this bloody film you're making oh yeah that'll be, i think you will love that actually because you're a student of the game yeah you, you really it's you seem to spend a lot of your time um kind of curious about how I, to get better at golf i soak in i soak in information some of it useless yeah just in most of it just in normal social media world you know what I mean? right spending too much time on that but i love learning i don't think you can ever learn enough that you're always learning in any walk of life as well and in the golf business the golf you know instructional business which i'm in any edge any new discovery i'm i'm all in i want to know more about it i want to know more about the process the the ideas then the day everyone wants to get better and my role as a golf coach not only in person i still coach you know um many hours a, a kind of month to, to make students better but obviously one-on-one -on -one. people well. people come one -on -one. in one-on-one yeah i do i still coach one-on-one -on -one lessons um, but I coach, obviously, on my YouTube channel through, through a bigger audience. It's a slightly different method of coaching, obviously, because it's online. So people watch, you do, like, live videos? I try and do instructional videos that are very simplified. Broad. Yeah. Right. Obviously, it's going to be everyone's Here is got the grip. Their own. Yeah. Hold the club on this part I like, of it. I like, to, I, like to, I like to aid the golfer to figure out what they potentially might be doing wrong. Right. You know, so if I do a fixture slice video. Yeah, so 9 out of 10 coming it, over the top. Yeah, you know, right. there's going to be people who come out of that rule, but I, but I also say that in the video. Listen, you are going to be the one of, this is going to fix you. If this doesn't fix you, this will fix you. Mm. If this doesn't fix you, this will fix you. You know. Can I ask a question? Go for it. Why does everyone come over the top? It's a lot of the so time. Bizarre. Yeah, well, it's it's quite. Is it? There's a reason behind it. A lot of the time, because we're trying to create power as a golfer, mm -hmm. right? You want to hit the ball far. I do. You hit it. You hit it out there. I was going. I was well. I mean, staying next to you, I was trying to. I was trying to poke it. I mean, you. You. There was a couple of shots where you got airborne off your feet yesterday when you were trying to smash it. Oh, you were watching, of course, <laughs> as always. Um, At the but, end of this, we got to do a swing critique. Yeah. I want. I want to hear this. I got to hear this. <laughs> Eric. Eric Anders Lang swing oh my diagnosis. Um. So a lot of players will try and hit the ball with with power, strength, arms. Right. And arms and power and upper body doesn't really create the power. Right. You know, but that's where we think it, it comes from. Right. So but a lot of golfers want to try and hit it from, from their upper body, the chest, their arms. And that initial movement throws the club more on the outside. Right. And then gets the club swinging left where you look at, you know, you've had some great lady golfers on the podcast. You yeah. look at someone like Daniel, Daniel Lang. Kang. Uh, Kang hasn't been on, but uh, Alison Lee. Alison Lee, that's yeah. it. She's, she's, tiny right oh yeah she's not, totally she's, she's tisha very tiny smashes it yeah even michelle we obviously she's tall yeah but they're not they've not got the the arms strength totally. but the lo the lower body yeah and the core is ridiculously strong and, and i i'm the same you know if i went to a gym and if we if we worked out and did whatever they call bloody bench press and all that stuff, i would love to go to the gym with you, oh, i would i would you would embarrass me we would have a great time why because upper body wise i'm that's not why i'm strong okay but I hit the ball a long way because I use my lower body yeah. and use my engine. You got a huge ass. 
Hey, man, it's packing some. <laughs> I'm proud of that ass. I've worked hard for that. Um, so, so for me, that's where the power comes from. Right. So that answers your question. A lot of players will try and hit it with the upper body and then the club gets over the top. Right. But going back to um, interesting people. We? Into the show. Well, no, I'll tell you the where show. we were. We, were, we need to wrap up the show. Teeing it up with. Teeing it up with. It's a new show. Your episode number three. We, episode two it, just came out. It comes out on every Thursday? No. Oh, it comes out no, as, yeah, as completed. There's no schedule yet. I like that. Only because there's a number of factors. I don't want to just... If I promised a show every week or every two weeks, and let's say I didn't capture an interesting person, mm. I don't want to just make a show. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, you make enough content already. Yeah. I, make, I used to make, God, scary amounts, two a day. Two videos a day yeah, yeah, yeah. of what? Like one of you having breakfast, one of you going to the bathroom? No, all golf. All golf. All golf. And I used to review every golf club under the sun. I used to give instructional videos like crazy. I used to play golf so much and document it. And it's that's it's great, but it's it was too unobtainable. You know, it works for a while, but it's it's you know when you're filming it, editing it. At the time, I didn't have a, a team behind me helping me out. It was all me doing it. Whoa. So that, oh, you were editing the videos too. I did not sleep much Bro, at all in that. That would drive me crazy. But I did. I enjoyed it because it it it. You know, what it's like it's addictive, right? You know, pushing content out and seeing the reactions and seeing the comments and how it's growing. It's like, oh man, this is it's a rush. People like it. Yeah, I'm doing something. I didn't do drugs as a young, and this is my. You didn't do drugs. My, no, this is my kind of drugs. Right. The way it's like. It's addictive. Yeah. I, I love pushing content out. I love doing that sort of thing. So, um, but then this year I've, I've structured my content more where I'm more focusing on the quality rather than the quantity. Right. So I'm, I've gone down to three videos a week. Um, and have you noticed any pushback? I've seen more views. Hmm. My average views have gone up nearly doubled. Whoa. It's crazy, right? So it's almost like people are going to watch X amount of video, X amount of minutes of content. It's a matter of just how you do it. Correct. And I think if you flood the market in that space, because there are way more creators now in the golf space, mm. you're just fighting too too much. And where I'd rather just make a kick-ass, unbel- I've never said kick-ass, by the way, unbelievable piece that, what, of content. What was kick-ass? That was you trying, you were like trying to say like a just, California just thing? Just trying to be cool, mate. Yeah. Like, it's not... <laughs> It's not. It's not easy. I've got. I'm just trying I'm, to be I'm, cool. I'm sitting back. I've got I'm my feet up. I'm trying, trying to be cool. All right, Eric. Give me a break. Um, so, <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. You gotta move to California, man. So you, instead you of making top notch content, uh, no, but making making good content now is where I where I'm thriving. I enjoy right. it more. I'm more proud of every piece of content that I put on my channel, and I, and I think that that shows. So, so the teen up episode, we played six holes. I. It was all about you, you know. You were you were a guest on my show, and it, it was yeah. It was all about you. It was the Eric Anders Lang, you know, meets Rick type idea. So we played six holes. the The golf was more just a, a factor. We didn't we didn't even keep count on those first no. six holes because it was just it wasn't really about that. Asked loads of questions about Eric, which to the show for for I don't know when the podcast is coming out, but hopefully the show will be coming out. I normally try and turn them around within about two weeks. Right. So it'll be out in about two weeks from, from this point, which is the start of I don't, end of June. So hopefully early July will be yeah. out. I have no idea where we are. I think it's 2018. <laughs> yeah. So end of, start of July, I'll aim for. And then we did, and then on top of that, because these, this is still hugely popular, we played a match. 
I love that. Rick versus Eric. Yeah. The uncoolest man versus the coolest <laughs> man. <laughs> so we, we played a three-hole match, and, and I, I will not give anything away, but no. Eric uh, plays off 10 handicap. <laughs> and if you saw him drive the golf ball yesterday, <laughs> you would go, what the hell? Well, here's my 10. But then I saw him putt. My 10, yeah. <laughs> I can't putt, and I can hit two bad drives. True. Two bad drives, two really bad drives. Two bad drives where I'm waiting to hear a window smash. Okay. Either from a car or a house. Left or right? Um, well, it really depends. I can go both ways. Okay. Uh, depends where the house Mr. is. Mr. Poulter. Is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it depends where that. I mean, that's the thing is, I'll, is this common? I'll literally go to the golf course and I'm like, what shot am I hitting today? Because I'm fully capable of, I played North Berwick the other day. I played a draw on every hole off the tee. Just a nice little five, ten yard draw. It was working with me both into the wind and downwind. Um, but then I can also go to the course and be like, oh, I cannot get the ball around. So I just play a cut all day. I just go to the left side. Is that common? I, I, it is to a degree. There'll always be a characteristic. There'll always be a tendency. I, actually, looking at your swing yesterday, you get quite neutral with your swing direction. What does that so, mean? Uh, so if you were thinking, if you draw a dead straight line from your golf ball to the flag or your target, your swing coming down is fairly neutral down that line, right? right. So a little bit inside, a little bit. but it could also flip a little bit outside. It could easily go outside. But so, so you, you're not, you've not, and that's not a bad thing. I'm sitting way. on the fence, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. The the issue is you might just experience days where you'll draw it a little bit because you're just a little bit on the inside. Maybe setups different or whatever might yeah. happen. And other days. You might actually just swing to the left of that line, where for me, I really struggled to swing to the left of the line. Really? So for me, I'm I'm inside. I get too inside. So right. I'll I'll my I'm if I want to hit a straight shot, I've honestly got to feel like I'm slicing it. Yeah. I've got to jump over the fence. I've got to jump over three fences <laughs> to get the swing more to the left. Right. Where your swing and it, honestly, it's not a bad it's not a bad position to be in because you'll be able to control the flight either way to a degree is that you sit really close from visually what I'm seeing of your swing. I've sure. not had you on a launch monitor or anything, but you've been, you've had lessons, right? Yeah. What does your swing direction say on the lessons? Yeah. I'm like, I, I try to be two degrees yeah. inside, two degrees close. That's what I mean. So it's like, they're really close. They're really tight numbers. Well, I'm more like on a bad swing. I'm four five, six degrees from the inside. Right. So for me to get outside, I've got to really fight it. Yeah. yeah. So if I had to draw, I'm drawing it for months. Right. For me to get to a fade, I've got to work just as hard in that time period to hit fade. Wow. So so even yesterday when we had, like, for example, a hole that went to the right, like, were you trying to cut that ball? Slice the hell out of it. And it just went straight. Yeah, dead straight. That's Which so is scary because that hole that we played, I'm not yeah. going to give it away, but the, the, this hole was one of the tightest tee shots I've played. Very tight. With out of bounds a yard off the fairway to the right uh -huh. and the dog swooped the dog, the, the whole dog leg had swooped around to the right. Yeah. And gorse left. Gorse, you can't go left. So I, I stood in that tee and tried to slice a two iron yeah. and it came out like a bullet. I mean, you laced it. It was, I'm going to dream about it. That, that was a really good shot. You kept your two iron probably what? 60 yards high and it just lasered its way down there. Yeah. It's my, my interpretation of a stinger. I like that. So, so then we play three holes. That'll be out on a separate video because uh, that's a little bit differently edited. That's more Mano versus Mano in a match. I love it. Um, with shots, which I'd slightly disagree. I wish I hadn't given you as many shots. But no, you deserve them. <laughs> I mean, I deserve them, but also I did play well. You did play well. But I only beat... Oh, oh, well, oh, well, 
Oh, stay tuned. Folks. Nothing happened. Right, that's how I'm going to give away all. I didn't secrets. use all the shots. All right, don't rub it in. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that video will come out soon as well. Um, and I've got some more interesting guests lined up. Um, none that I'm I can say just yet, but uh, Barack Obama. Yeah, Trump. Imagine that. <laughs> that would uh, that would be a lot of work. Do you think people would watch it? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's would a people, fascinating character. Let's say I did a teen up episode with Barack Obama. Yeah. And I did a teen up episode with Donald Trump hmm. or President Trump. Yeah. What's getting more views? <clears throat> Probably the Trump episode. What's getting the most dislikes? Probably the Trump episode. I mean, especially, uh, I mean... Whew, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's a polarizing character, Donald Trump. That yeah. also said, though, he's I've met him. He's incredibly uh, charming. Like, you want to hang out with him. Like, you don't want him to walk away. No way. He's so... This is also uh, a year before the election. So he was in the okay. eye, but it wasn't... It didn't seem like anything was actually going to happen. Yeah. He was being nice to everyone at that point, I guess. Politicians. Because he wanted I mean, to vote. There's a whole thing about how um, someone said the very desire to be president should preclude you from running. It's, a, it's such an insane endeavor, and you must be such a complete psychopath to want to be president that that very desire should actually f- deem you unfit to, to, to hold office. Wow. I like that. That's crazy. Sort of a, anyway. If I'm honest, his course is ranking some of my most favorite course i've ever played yeah you know what's funny is if you delete the politics from a lot of things in life even even the golf world like if you didn't know that it was a fazio course yeah or if you didn't know that um you know so and so won that tournament or if you didn't know patrick reed's family story or or thought you knew i hate that stuff if you thought if you didn't think you knew who patrick reed was because you don't if you're if you're listening and you think you know you don't like Patrick Reed, you don't know anything about him. No, nope. I guarantee it. Um, that was weird at the Masters. So bizarre. I and was it, there on the Sunday. We we, we um, where were you? Because I was there too. I, first time I ever met you. That's right. We were. Where were we? We met on uh, second green. We we met on the second green. Yeah. When McIlroy just stiffed it. It was. We were standing right next to each other. Yeah. yeah. For a while. Crazy. He stiffed it into. He had a short <laughs> eagle putt. Right. Which which would have leaked him to the top leaderboard? Would he call oh, yeah. up with Reed at that point? Yeah, and he missed it. And it was sh- it wasn't a big putt. I mean, his putting's been. We had no view. Ball. We were six people oh, back. Ridiculous! How busy was it? But it was it was great. Just all I wanted to experience at that moment in time is a Masters Eagle roar on a Sunday. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that probably you been... you probably love Rory. I love I love. I, I'm going to be honest, I love golfers. Yeah, you love all of them. We like, talk about I struggle, this. I struggle not to respect any of them. Yeah. Even if they're, and this is another word I'd never use, douche. <laughs> even if they're a bit of a I douche. I use that word a lot. <laughs> even if they're a bit of a douche. Right. I don't, I, it doesn't offend me. Like, right. I felt. Your personal that, lives, you mean? It just, it, but even if they're a bit of a douche on the course. Right. I'm not that bothered. Yeah. Because it's their job. And they, they play They're professional golf at the highest level under the the most extreme pressures. Right. And they still can hit the golf ball in a lower score than any of us can ever dream of. I don't care if they are complete douches. 
I I could see you. As a douche, more than I've ever said in my I, life. I could see you having a lot of flair on the course out there. If you if you were like out there in a televised competition, I could see you really. No, you know what? I go the opposite way. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I go I go very insular and very um, like Mark Leishman, cagey. Yeah, <laughs> only because I, I'm I, and probably because I'm just not as. And this is, I think this is a trait that every top professional has to have, an arrogant confidence. Yeah. They have to have that. You have to. And I don't have that because I don't have the arrogant confidence over my ability. Well, you don't have that yet. But I don't desire to have that. Don't worry. It's not, it's just, it's not, it's not in my grand plans. I don't, I don't plan to be a player. You know what? One of the best things that ever happened to me, I was, I turned pro at 18 and I thought I was the, the bee's knees, right? <laughs> I thought I thought I was coming out, and I, I wasn't a great junior player. I didn't play in loads of things. I didn't win a lot of things. I was good at my golf club, but that's just you know my golf club. So I came out thinking, yeah, I'm going to be the best. I can beat everyone, and I think I played in one of my first tournaments. I, I played as well as I could have possibly played in a in a tough day in tough conditions on a tough golf course, and maybe shot level par. Right, right. I lost by eight. And I was thinking, I, I was writing my winning speech. Lot. I was writing the winning speech. <laughs> I came in shooting level power on a tough day in a tough condition thinking, I've won this. Right. Oh my God, I'm counting the money already. Right. It's only a local pro event. No clue what anyone Only a shooting. local pro event. Yeah, this is like coming out of the blocks thinking I was the bee's knees. And then you get pros coming in and shooting 800 and you think, uh, okay, I'm a long way away from this. And yeah. that, you know what? That helped. I realized really? that, that at that moment in time, that pro- playing professional golf wasn't in my future. Well, you know immediately. I mean? it, straight away. On the day. And I thought, hold on. I still want to be in golf. I'm still desperate wow. to put golf shoes on every day and call it my job, my career. Oh, I like that image. And I thought, you know what? What else? What's then next? And I've always had a true desire and respected teaching coaches, you know, golf professionals, golf coaches. I thought, that's where, that's, that's where I go. So almost between turning pro a year, I probably gave it playing, realized I wasn't good enough. Right. But that's the best thing that ever happened. I think the worst thing that could have happened is for me to have a glimmer of hope at that point. Yeah, it's to come in second or something. Because I think I would have chased a dream for another three or four years. Yeah. Where instead, Gone bankrupt. I, knuckle, correct, I knuckled down, 19, 20, I was at a beautiful golf course. I coached, coached junior classes, coached beginner classes, coached individuals, you know, just smashed it, you know, just worked my socks off just to make money. And I enjoyed it. I right. loved it. And because of that, when I was 19, 20, 21, I was moving house. I'd bought a nice car. I'd done this. I'd done, you know, I, I was kind of feeling like, you know, everything that I've worked hard for is now coming off already. Right. Where I think if I'd have shot four or five under that day, that would have been the worst thing that would have ever happened to me. Fascinating. So then coaching just became me. I just loved coaching. I yeah. got addicted to coaching. I got addicted to seeing people improve. I got addicted to seeing how my influence was helping golfers get better at golf. Um, and I moved to a, a facility in Manchester, really busy driving range, and just started smashing coaching and loved it. You know, really loved it. I started doing YouTube to promote my coaching, to cook to promote me as a golf coach. Just to promote the coach. Completely. You didn't see it as a new opportunity Not in itself. Not at all. You were you like, know, oh, this is a business card. Let me tell you, this is the funniest. So uh, 
so I I just took, I just started working at this really busy driving range in Manchester, probably the busiest one of the, maybe the second busiest driving range in the country, and there was already three or four established golf professionals there who were busy coaches, right? So I'm coming in as a new boy, still really, still fairly young, you know, 22, yeah. 23, and thinking, how the hell do I become the busiest here? Like how <laughs> how do I fill this diary? I, I, my diary is open for 60 hours. I'm not doing shop hours anymore. I'm not selling Mars bars in the shop, and I'm not, you know, I am coaching. This is my career now. And how does that work from a business? It's like a hair salon, right? Like, do you rent the bay, Correct. and then you need to, and then you... Yeah, you rent the bay. You pay a little cut for other other booking fees and things like that. Sure. But the rent was expensive at the facility, but it, it was justified because of how busy it was. Right. You know, it was a, the footfall that was coming through the door. So I got busy from the footfall, but I thought that's not going to make me the are, busiest. Are you hustling literally like walking up to a guy and being like, ah, you're coming over to the top, buddy. Oh my God. Like a little lesson seen, with Shieldsy and we'll fix that up I've for you. I've never seen a golf swing like that before. <laughs> no, I used to, yeah. So in the early days, you know, when lesson diary was quiet I'd, I'd go up and down the driving range and and my trick was and if you if I'd, i'm sure you don't get loads of golf professionals who are working at a busy driving range listening to this but if, <laughs> if there is if there is any out there my trick was I'd, I'd pretend i'm picking up the baskets okay you know solid and just a bit of chit chat right good morning sir how are you oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good i'm just can i just get your basket yeah no problem right that's and a I'd, good icebreaker of course it, well, neutral literally yeah because if you come in offering advice they're going to give you a middle finger correct because nobody actually wants advice. Whoa. You know, straight off the bat. Wait, okay. If I, if, let, let's say yesterday I saw something in your golf swing, uh-huh. I would never tell you. One, because you're not paying me money. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, you've not asked for it. You've not asked for advice. Wow. If you imagine if, imagine if yesterday you hit that, you hit one shot left. If I just went, oh, Eric, that was because of this. And you'd be like, why are you? Why are you telling me this? Yeah. You know, you I suppose it would be like if if I was giving you filming advice. I mean, if I was like, yeah, you know, uh, we got this thing here or whatever. Like, yeah. If if anybody gives anybody advice, actually, just period. Yeah. So you don't you don't want it until you ask for it. Yeah. So my, my icebreaker was, how are you doing? Are you having a good morning? And from that, their response, I kind of, I could get a gauge. If they would go, oh, no, I'm hitting it crap. Terrible. Right. Well, I'm in. Then they were potentially... Uh, they're open uh, for open, help. Yeah. If they go in, if, if they're happy, head, they're not your potential listen, customer. Yeah. I'm I'm happy. So I'd, I'd walk past them. So if they <laughs> if they're having a bad day, uh, so I'd I'd kind of time it where I would walk past again. Right. Perfectly in time when they've hit a bad shot. Like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, oh, after a bad shot. Yeah, yeah. And and they're, they're slamming the club on the floor, and Ooh. they and they you know I like the emotion. Yeah, yeah. So I'd kind of go, you know, is. I, I saw that shot, you know, moving over to the right there. Is that a shot that you normally have? And they're like, oh, God, I can't fix it. Uh, do you want me to have a quick look? You know, I can right. help you out. Oh, yeah, could you? Yeah, yeah, not a problem. And that's basically you're just, that's your business card. That, the, the, in the early days. That yeah. was my way of just being able to introduce myself. I'm a golf coach. So then I go into, I'm Rich Shields. I'm one of the golf mm-hmm. coaches here. Uh, let me come and help, you know, and we can do a little five minutes now. But I tell you what, what would be better if you book an hour lesson, yeah. you know, come in, come in for an hour. I can get you on the video analysis and get you on the launch monitors. I can fix you up quick. This is you as a drug dealer giving them a hit for free. I, I don't know this world. <laughs> I but, don't know but this let's, world. But let's say yes. I'm just a good boy. 
<laughs> Manchester. I have a Don't neutral accent. I'm, I'm going to get my mom listening to this. So, um, so Hi, Rick's mom. Thank yeah. you for getting him into golf. Yeah, crazy. I really got to thank you for that because the the the. The thing that I noticed profoundly was, is I, I said, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast with Rick this morning. Everybody said, tell him thank you. Oh. That was a big one I got. That's nice. It was very, it was very nice. You know? and, and what's interesting here is to hear you talk about this experience on the driving range of, yeah, on one hand, you're trying to feed your family. But on the other hand, you're actually trying to improve the experience of those playing golf. Yeah. When people ask me, what should I do in golf? What should I do? I just started. My biggest answer is take a fucking yeah. lesson. Yeah. Stop thinking that it's like as easy as the frisbee, yeah. And take a lesson, because you'll enjoy it more deeply and for more time. For me, I actually, it frustrates me when I see a golfer struggle hmm. when they don't actually need to struggle. Like as if, for it, example, just if they're doing something fundament, fundamentally wrong, and it's dead easy to fix. You know, it might be something that they've just got. They're aiming the wrong way or the stance is too narrow, too wide. The grip's a little bit off. The ball, it's like so easy. Right. Like it's not, they're not big changes. Right. And you can give them that information and explain it because you've, the, the thing is with the coaching session, you've got to plant the seed. You, you've got to say, have you, have we considered the ball position being in a different spot? Let me show you on video. Let me see what it does to launch monitor numbers. How does that feel to you? You know, did you enjoy that, mm. that flight? Did you enjoy the shape of that shot? Well, that was actually because we moved that, ball position to a certain spot that allowed you to hit that shot you know it's as long as it's been explained the process right the student is way more receptive of taking that information on and therefore implementing it into their game right you know? so it's like it's a working experience so what what frustrates me is if i see that guy on the driving range i think for god's sake i could fix this license in freaking two minutes <laughs> just give me a, give me a little chance but the two minutes that's if they're fully absorbing of information right Right. they're fully open to yeah take me give me this information if they're not that two minutes of instruction it probably just needs a little bit that extra longer hour time another session or whatever just to plant that information in just to nail it in so the student knows that's what i've got to do to get better that's what i've got to do to make my ball flight different right so going back to so that got me busy as a golf coach but i thought you know hold on i want to be the stereotypical golf coach. I want to be the pin-up boy in the golf magazines. That was where I was, honestly, that's where I aimed. I was 22, 23, and the thing that, you know, YouTube was so fresh and new. Hmm. I mean, it, was, it was, wasn't it was really even on, on my ago. radar. Yeah, yeah. 08, yeah. 07. Uh, 08. So it was like not even closely on my radar. This is first iPhone, right? This is like right yeah, around that this time. This might have been actually think about it. it might be a couple of years later maybe 24 25 i was actually right okay about it. um i think the time at the golf club i was at a country club for a long time that was a little bit longer than this yeah so I, it was about i was about 25 so about seven six years ago okay so but still at that time golf magazines were, were the place to look you know totally. if you wanted to know who the best who's the best golf coach golf magazines were where you'd go and they have like a article that comes out right what's it called uh, like a top 10 list? Top, top 10. Or, or, didn't you get a certification if you were in the top 100? Yeah. So, so. And that's a huge Golf business. Monthly. Okay. Uh, a UK magazine. They have a top 25 list. Right. Oh. right? Now so, that's big money if you get on that list. Well, that was the dream. Yeah. You know, that was, that was where it was at. And I was thinking, and all I wanted really to start off with was a, an article in magazine. Let, let me have the opportunity to tell your readers who I am. Right. 
how I instruct and how you can get better at golf by come and see me for a lesson. It was a, it was an advertisement board, sure, a billboard. <laughs> All my American Americanisms are coming out. It was a billboard. <laughs> they don't have billboards in the UK. Uh, what do they call advertisement boards? How do you call them? I, I don't think they're billboards anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, big posters. So I, I wanted an opportunity, so I, I reached out to all the golf magazines. Just give me a chance, right? You're a grinder, huh? Give me a chance. You, Let you me... fucking grind. You're I, not afraid of hard to. work. Uh, you know what? And this is uh, uh, not to kind of blow it. Uh, no, no, I would say it. I would say the, the, the strength I have over anything else is I love frigging work. Yeah, I can tell. Like I am addicted to work. Yeah. I am. And I don't think that would have mattered what line of work I'd have got into. As someone who's self-employed, who completely and utterly reaps the benefits for the more work I put into something, yeah, it made me frigging work hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, my mum was grew up. You know, she brought me up as a single parent. She grafted a, a socks off to you know give me the opportunities. And it's my it's on, the only thing I've learned. You know, my my work ethic is frigging work hard. I always think I can work harder than anyone else. You know, and that's my strength. You know, if, if if it was ever a head-to-head and let's say everything got reset to zero for everyone again, talking social media or business or whatever, right? I know that I could outwork 90% of people, 95% of people, right. 100% of people, whatever it may be. Yeah. And at that time, that's what I was doing. I was just working and working and working and working, smashing it, smashing it, smashing it. But but absolutely frigging loving it. Loving it. Like never, never at that time did I think... Man, this is hard. Well, because you're watching something grow right in front Correct. of you. And the harder you work, the more money I got in my back pocket, the more things I could buy, the more things I could do. You know, right. that, that's what, that was my motivation. Right. So Golf Magazine's where I wanted to be. I reached out to all of them, got no response. What? Right? Nothing. Zilch. I was expecting immediate Zilch. success. No, nothing. <laughs> so I was like, oh, F you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my own. I'm going alone. I'm doing it. So... I didn't have any any background in videography, in editing, in content at all. I start. I was very early to the Twitter game when Twitter came out. Yeah, I didn't really know why I was doing that. I was just doing it. I don't because, even know what Twitter's you know, for. I would uh, back in the day, like twelve years ago, I jumped on Twitter and I was like, I remember another golfer asking me, "Why are you on Twitter?" And I was like, "You know what? I don't know." <laughs> I don't. And still know. to this day, I've never received a check off Twitter. Right. But I've received. I know I've made plenty of money from Twitter. Sure. Do you know what I mean? In different ways. I see. Through spreading my message to get people booking in or seeing my YouTube channel, whatever it may be. So I started, I thought, so this, this is a funny story. And looking back at it, so I thought, right, I'm going to need to make some videos. And I don't know what to do here. I have no idea, frigging dear, right? But that's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to make my own videos. I want to tell my message to, to the world, right? Again, if you had gotten a yes from one of these golf magazines. Crazy. Crazy. Different, different story. I'll, I'll sweep back round to the golf magazines in a minute. Yeah. So I paid, I, I went online and looked at videographers, editors, right? And I bit the bullet. I hired a videographer and editor for a day. And my plan, I want to make 25 videos, right? <laughs> I know in hindsight now it's crazy. The videographer's like, all right, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, how about two? <laughs> but he wasn't Australian. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was actually Scouse. I am can the worst. Scouse? I can't do anything. Give me a give me a heads up on Scouse. I can repeat guy. something. I'm trying to think of it's hard. It's not. I can do why can't I do Scouse? Just start me off. <laughs> Alright, laugh. I do make 
How you doing, mate? How you doing, mate? Are you all right, mate? How you doing, mate? And he went, yeah, Rick, there's no way I can do 25 videos There's in, no way I can do 25 videos. And I went, what's my man accent again? Come on, mate. Come Why on. I can't do it now, anyway. <laughs> this, was a, this was a scouser and a mank trying to, trying to make a, a business deal happen. Right. So, so I paid him a lump sum, which yeah. at the time was Good for you for expensive. biting the bullet. Frigging expensive. I bite the bullet so many times. Yeah. Really? I was like, man, this has got to work. Yeah. This, but honestly... I was justifying it on, I'm going to make 25 videos. Well, and that's the best investment you can make in life. So in, I was like, yourself. I'm going to, I'm going to pay this money to someone. Cause I don't know this space. Right. I don't know how to make this video. So I paid, paid this, this videographer to a big lump of money at the time. And we went out filming and I started filming with him and I nailed the first, this was just instructional videos. Right. Right. And I nailed the first one. Right. I thought, oh, yeah, here we go took me 10 minutes right. light it six half six in the morning nailed it he right. goes right i'd lie we're gonna have to do this again i can't do i'm not even gonna do scouts he went we have to do it again i went all right why he said uh, and he had he headphones on and he's like i can just hear i can hear something i think it's a, a tractor in the background let's do it again right so oh boy for God's sake, just enter the it. rest of your life i just nailed it an hour and a half later we're still on the same freaking instruction. <laughs> so when I thought I'd nailed it in that first 10 minutes, an hour and a half later, because once that flow was upset, yeah. I struggled to get back into it. Right. I think if I'd have nailed the first one and he wasn't bothered about the tractor noise, we would have flown, right? Right. But I also think there's the degree that the deal was video and edit everything we'd published for this lump sum. Right. So I think his savvy way of making this work is going, no, hold on. Yeah, okay. We're not making 25 videos. I'm going to make six with him. So yeah. cut long story short, we made, we'll do more. we made six videos, right? Right. For me, I was like in despair because I paid a huge lump of money yeah. for six videos, Yeah. right? I was thinking, crap, how do I make this work? So I pushed these six videos out on YouTube and these are my first six videos. And you probably videos. had what, 100 subscribers? Nothing, zilch. Zero, zero subscribers, right? You were just like, how do I even use YouTube? You're like, I'll log in. Correct. Figure it out. Correct. Put my pet's name as the password and off I went. <laughs> I, I did really. So I was like, I need to I need to make this work. So I pushed them and pushed them and pushed them and l drained every frigging ounce of those videos I could out. Right. Put them on Twitter every minute, every, you know, really right. drained them. And did, with, with limited success. And you, know? you were just a guy in Manchester at Correct. this time. And I was like, this is... And, uh, was everybody like... I've still this? got some of these videos on my channel. Oh, I I'll can't I'll have to show wait. you later. I can't wait. They're awful. They are awful. And even though you paid a lot for them. Yeah. Oh, did you, it's my presenting, presenting style was awful. <laughs> oh, really? Hi. You, you learned a lot. I loved it. Hi. This, this was a... Hi, I'm Rick Shields. <laughs> I coach at Trafford Golf Center in Manchester. <laughs> Today, I'm going to show you how to hold the golf club. That's right. re so robotic. But talk about that for a second, because I've experienced that too, where I feel like I've become more settled through through watching myself on camera and through exploring what it's like to share the world that I know with people yeah. through video. I've learned about myself. You're good yeah. at presenting. Thank you. Were you, were you ever bad? Uh, I guess I don't know if I can answer that. I, I know that I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but so I knew I was bad. Yeah. So I, I, it wasn't natural to me. Why? Cause it's in front of the video camera. Right. That, that, no. that made you feel weird. Yeah. So speaking in front of a student 
it's just you and me. Right. But this was different. This was a video camera. This was a, a new world I'd never been in. You know, I didn't come from an entertainment background. I got an A in drama when I was at school. <laughs> and I used to, I used to do, I used, I used to be in plays and things when I was younger. But that's the only real entertainment side of me. Right. It's funny because the two best qualifications I got in school was drama, uh-huh. so theatrical arts, and PE, so right, physical education. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm doing now. Right. Basically. Literally. It's crazy. Isn't it? yeah, you've mold, you've melded the two. Terrible at science. No, but you 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 are very intelligent. And you seem to really cut to the chase when it comes to what you're doing in your videos. Now? So, now. Now, yeah. So yeah. I did these six videos. They, they were very nicely received. Uh, but the, the, And I didn't make any money from those videos. Of course not. At all. Because you? You, YouTube at that time wasn't about making money. It wasn't monetized. It wasn't monetized at all. Yeah. Not one penny. No YouTube red. Nothing. No ads. Zero. Zero. So I was completely doing it as an advertisement board. And I just remember that first time... I received the phone call and, you know, I can't remember. I think he was called Gary and he kind of turns up, rings up and goes, hey, I've seen your video on YouTube. I live in Manchester. I'd love to book a lesson with you. Boom. And I was like, holy crap. I've just made money out of these videos. That was a big moment for you. I mean, not, it didn't offset the cost of the videos, but sure. it, was, it was a start. I was like, hold on. This is money. This is, I've made a, a lesson booking. Because he's never, he's not, he's not going to see me any other way apart from this YouTube video. He's never met you. He would never ever land in my teaching bay unless he'd stumble across this video. Right. Right. So immediately in that moment, you saw a viability that could grow. It was all worth it. Wow. Everything was worth just it. Just for one fifty dollar lesson. It just or yeah. It was. Only because at the time it was, it was, it was something that was not me walking up and down the driving range. Right. You know. Pretending I'm picking up baskets. <laughs> you done with this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what I loved about it, and so he was the first, and then many, 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 many more returned after that. And it, you know, it, it grew to a to, to a stage where, you know, even off those first six videos, I maybe got 20, 30 new bookings. Right. Right. So still hadn't quite paid for the cost, but those guys didn't just book one lesson; they booked five lessons, ten lessons. Right. So potentially. I've never actually worked out, but maybe it did pay for the cost of the six videos. But either way, I'd seen a, a, a return, right? And what I saw, more importantly, never, ever, was those guys that were on the driving range picking up baskets. I had to I had to bring them into my world, and I had to open them up to to allow information to go in. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I had to, I had to say to those guys, listen, I'm going to help you. I'm gonna... The guys I was getting off YouTube were coming ah. in open-armed. They were like, take me right. i'm ready fix this because because i already trust you right you, you, i already know you i know what you look like i know They're what connected. you sound like i know i know who you are and i've seen your videos and i've and and you know i feel like i know you already and this was just really early days that's fascinating and, and those students were so easy to coach right because they were just they were just like yeah whatever you not at this stage so much but certainly these days but if you want to stand on one leg and hit a ball, I trust you. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't have to prove anything I'd, to me. I'd do it if you asked. Yeah, no. <laughs> I will do later. <laughs> it's one of your drills that you got to do. I'll, I've, put a very, I've put a very straightforward 120 drills together for you. Just tailored, just tailored for you. 120? Yeah, yeah. You'll get through them in no time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so those guys were just so, in, so in, like open. Right. I thought, crap, this is, this is something. So I thought, right. I'm not paying anyone to do these videos. I'm going to freaking do them, right? Gangster. So, but it's YouTube. Who cares if they're not perfect? 
I guess that's at true. The ta- yeah, at, at the, the time, time, yeah. Who cares? Because no one else doing it. Right. They're just happy to see content. Well, and from your angle, this is just a business card. Of course it is. And it was 20, 20, uh, 720p. Seven, yeah, it wasn't HD even. Not HD. Amazing. So literally filmed on an iPad and, right. a, and a phone, Apple's, you know, iPad, Apple phone. Um, edited it on free iMovie or whatever. Right. But it worked. And I started smashing content out, like like you wouldn't believe, like smashing it out. Right. Because now the ball was in my court. I could film it, I could produce it, I could edit it myself, I could upload it myself. And I loved the mistakes. Like I left really? them in. I loved it. Like like when you do with your podcast, it's it's like raw. Yeah. It's not edited. Yeah. It might be. I'll, I'll listen this? back. No, this I is know. not edited at all. So like You'll hear it. It's going to start off with, oh my God, are we recording? I'm going to be like, yeah. Okay. So, so what I've found fascinating, you checking if it is recorded? I can't believe we've been filming. We've been recording for 56 minutes. No way. I, just, I thought you were going to have a look there and go, oh, actually, we're not recording. Oh, shit. The light's not on. No, I've, I don't make that mistake. But so, so then I started making my own content and pushing out there, and there was no cost. Yeah. Didn't cost me anything. Zero. You know, I already had the equipment. The platform's free. Everything was free. Everything was free. The only thing that cost was my time. Yeah. And for me, I, I, I don't charge myself for time. Yeah, anymore. Not well, yet. you did. Not yet. You didn't. Now you do. <laughs> so I was like, I, I can just do this. So like I, I was, need to consult with myself. Yeah, exactly. It'll be $1,200. What rate should I charge for? <laughs> so, so I was like, you know what? I don't pay my... I don't have, I'm just going to smash this content out. Right. I was with my wife, not married, but with I was with my wife. She was full-time... She was a teacher. So she was working hard. I was working hard. I was coaching a lot, but I was also editing a lot and getting these videos out. So then I was seeing even more success. I was thinking, well, hold on. Now every single booking that comes in is is now profit. Right. Because it didn't cost me anything. This did not cost me anything to make. So then fast forward a few months, I was then the busiest golf coach in Manchester. Boom. I think I was the busiest golf coach in the country at the time. I believe it. Many didn't. Many I'm didn't. joking. No, but I was 60 hours a week just smashing it, smashing it, smashing it, smashing right. it. And, and then every, when would you make the videos? And almost every, you make the videos at night? Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. I'd make them before coaching. Whoa. So I'd, I'd start making videos maybe eight till 10 in the morning. Because okay. the first lesson was kind of 10, but I'd teach till 10 at night. Whoa. And then 10 at night, I'd get home for 11 and edit. And is your wife just like... Uh... But she was, a, she was a school teacher, so she got home and did paperwork and and you were like look this is just for now you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna get busy even needed to be justified i think it just it was just what i was doing it was my it was my advertisement costs right effectively right so instead of paying someone i was just double working and i said before working harder because i didn't mind that and now you got you travel with a team of three yeah exactly and you're just crushing it still your story is really inspiring to me it's crazy. It's inspiring to me because, you know, I get a lot of messages from people saying, I want to work in the golf industry. What should I do? And I would like to hear your answer to this. My, typically, I say um, it's hard for me to answer that question because my experience is one of literally I was backing up and, you know, I backed up into this room and then I turned around and all of a sudden there was a bunch of people who were like, welcome. Uh, we'd now like to pay you. <laughs> And it was totally fucked. Like, there's no way for me to tell anyone how to redo that other than by saying something like, you need to, um, without any um, hesitation, do exactly what you want to do in every moment. Yeah. And that, and if that means telling someone something that they might not want to hear, or if that means asking for something that you don't think you can get, or if that means um, 
going to a place and you don't know why. The, the, those are the things that I did. That I'll, those are the only things that I can say. You know, the first video we did, I was wearing a T-shirt. Someone said you should wear a T-shirt, and I was like, Whew, "Okay, I'll take that advice." And I took a lot of advice from people, and you know, I, I wore the T-shirt, and it was quote, un, it was cool, you know. And then I wore a tie-dye sweatshirt, and all of a sudden it was cool, and we made fun of a rake, a golf rake, you know. And so I don't know how to tell other people how to do that, but I feel like your experience is something uh sort of similar but different as well yeah i mine wasn't so much there, there was a, a stereotypical golf pro and i was just effectively being somewhat of a stereotypical golf pro but on a, just on a different platform and then i made it edgy in the way that i left mistakes in my content and i right. love that i loved making mistakes and leaving them in because i think it helped me connect my audience better ah you're more human in that way yeah it was speaking of your audience polished should we go to questions? Go for it. I've got so many. You know, let's take. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some ads, and then we're gonna do some questions. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Claude Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town, where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out, and now check out this podcast. Okay, everybody, just a couple ads in between Rick's amazing interview. Honestly, one of the best. Would you agree? I hope so. Um, guys, you have skin. I know you do. I know for a fact that you have skin on your body, and the most important thing to do is to take care of that skin so that, um, you know, y you know, you have it because you don't want to get rid of it. And, um, I mean, you know, without skin, you're basically like, what are you like? You're like a... You're kind of like a meatball. Anyway, I have a product that you should try here. It's two bottles. That's it. One in the morning, one at night. And the idea here with SunCare, S-O-N-N-E, is that it's actually no bullshit. It's actually designed by a golfer and a doctor. You would think most doctors are golfers or vice versa, but in this case, they are two different people, in which case... The, the saying applies, which is two heads are better than one. And actually, if you want to go further with that metaphor, two bottles are better than one. So with some care, you get two bottles, one in the morning, one at night. Um, just occurred to me, I, I haven't tried it, but you probably, no, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, <laughs> the, I was going to the night one. Anyway, it's actually vegan, which is great if you're vegan. If you're not, it just makes you sound cool. And I think it's a good thing for you. Um, and yeah, basically, it's the idea is to get ahead of the situation. The situation, of course, we're talking about is living on planet Earth, very dangerous place, right? We all know that. So this is basically like if you were a motorcyclist, you would wear a helmet. In this case, you're just a human and you would wear sun care. So uh, check it out. Listen, the deal here is, let me get down to the bottom here. Uh, it might not even be in this messaging here. But anyway, the deal is if you go to Suncare, S-O-N-N-E-C-A-R-E dot com slash Eric, uh, read out the URL, please, I just did, and then use code Eric at the checkout. So basically you get it for 20 bucks, which is over 50% off. I don't know what the total price is, but it's clearly more than twice of $20. So it's at least $41. Anyway, if you like moisturizer, if you want to get a gift for somebody, this is kind of a legit gift. The packaging is pretty chill. It comes in like a, kind of looks like, what the hell does it look like? You know the tubes the tennis balls come in? It looks like that, but it's like a, 
a, a tenth of the size. It's like three inches tall. It's hard and it's got a little squeeze thing at the top. So it's actually good for travel. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's good for you. That's the main, main thing. It's good for you. And, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, I think that's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on, the next thing is obviously Adidas. Hang on one second here. I got to read. I got to find something to read. Hang on. Okay, yeah. So the Adidas thing. Here's the thing. I'm lucky enough to support a brand that I already wore. I already paid for it. Well, I didn't pay that much, but I, but I, when I, one time I went to the Adidas uh, employee store in Portland and I fucking unloaded. I bought so many pairs of shoes. It was crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to, uh, to begin working with Adidas and uh, they wanted me to say that you need to go to adidas.com. Holy shit. And then click on the golf section because obviously you like golf. You might not. You might not like golf, which would be funny because you would sort of be that person who has a drinking problem and goes to an AA meeting and is like, I'm fine. I'm t- it's not for me. It's for somebody else. Um, and at adidas.com is where you'll find the latest and greatest from Adidas. And uh, we should probably meet up to give you a rundown on products so you know. <laughs> uh, whoops. They want to give me a rundown on, on the products so I know how to speak about them. Why, i.e., why the Tor 60 knits are different than the leather version. I'm assuming that they're different because they're leather and knit. Also, what the Tor Pros are wearing. Man, I know that Dustin Johnson is wearing the 360 knits that I'm wearing, and those things are dope. Honestly, I'm not a big cleat guy. Like, I'm more like, I wear running shoes, you know what I mean? Or flip flops, or obviously I play golf naked. But in the case of these golf shoes, I actually like the spikes. They're super comfortable, and I wear them. And they actually got a little waterproofing around the tip. You know, oh boy, why does it always get sexual? They've got waterproofing around the toes, the edge. Anyway, those are pretty legit. Uh, Vice Golf, guys, if you didn't get the code last week, it's it's over now. And I don't know when they're going to give us a new code. But if you go to vicegolf.com, you're going to get a top-performing ball for half the price. And I don't know. Basically, you'd be supporting a cool company that's basically like, fuck the big guys. Fuck the big guns. We're coming in. We're going to make a golf ball, and we're going to sell it for cheap, and we're not going to sponsor pros. We're not going to do anything that's going to make the ball cost any more for you. So I support Vice just because it's a cool brand. Also, obviously, I do their commercials, and those are really fun to do, and it's a dream come true. Um, all right. I think that's it. Let's get back to Rick and the questions. We got a lot of questions that you guys sent in, and I'm really psyched that we did those. If we did use your question... Hit me up. Email the Eric Lang Show at gmail.com and uh, let us know what question you used and um, your address. And I got to figure that out. I'm not, I'm not sure. I know you use a lot of questions. I want to send out as much stuff as possible. So we'll figure that out. Um, if you live outside of the U.S., it gets complicated because then it ends up costing 20 bucks. So I don't know. Maybe if you want some stuff from the Be the Ball merchandise store. We could work out a deal. We could work out a trade. I could give you an old mountain bike, and then you could just supply me with content for my podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to that. I appreciate it. Let's get back to Rick. All right. We're back. Got so, I must have so, – I have probably have – like in the, in the couple hours since I posted this, I probably have – 30 or 40 questions how's your how's your instagram growth going? you have a very so rick posted a photo of me yesterday i went from 9800 followers to 10.9 k you're welcome i said 10.9 literally i lost 9,000 followers no 
Rick's got it. If you if you if you're a fan of Rick Shields, I, I'm a fan of you. Ten point nine, you're on now. Ten point nine. I'm about to hit eleven k in one day. Oh my god, you you, you felt like you just breezed through ten k. Rick Rick Shields <laughs> just sending me over the uh, over the edge. All right, let's see here. We got. I have forty three message requests. Okay. And I have seventeen DMs waiting. What's going on? We're just getting some pictures. Oh yeah, good idea. Getting photos. All right, let's go through here. We'll go through my followers first. Um, this guy's funny. What is your best guess as to the exact length of Michelle Wee's inseam? <laughs> what? Um, That's a joke. You don't have okay. to answer that one. Thank you. Um, shit, this is going to be tough because I'm going to be read a lot and I'm not going to respond. I'd like to hear Rick's thoughts on really young kids and golf lessons. I wonder if he has seen the show The Short Game and what he thought of some of the parents on there. Oh, wow. My kid is five. And my philosophy is to let him figure it out on his own, aside from some fundamentals. When does Rick think it's best to start, quote, coaching kids that young? Have you seen the show, game? Yes. What, do you, what did you think? Well, I'm friends with the director, and I thought it was great to have a piece of golf media out there. Um, but obviously, the parents are uh, a little difficult to watch. And from your perspective, I would imagine. Oh, listen, the, the, the show was amazing. I didn't see the show. I just saw the movie. I, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, my okay. Bad. It's my... Uh, Whatever. My lack of knowledge of what things are called. It's you're not in Hollywood yet. Is uh, <laughs> you're gonna cut to like nine months. You're gonna be in Hollywood with a pool and everything. Nice. Uh, is the movie was phenomenal. Yeah. So please give my thanks to the, to your friend for yeah. making that. That is such a cool video. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Cool film. <laughs> um, but but it, there was some alarming things in there. Um, you know, there were some lovely moments. I can't quite. It's been a couple of years since I watched the show, but the lad from, um, oh god, Kornikova. Not American, no. That was Cornicova. That was Anna's son, uh, brother wants it. Yeah. That was, he was an interesting character. But I, th- I felt like that was more him trying to live up to the success of his right. sister. There were some other parents on there who were pushing the kids far beyond what I was comfortable with. Um, but there was the, the young lad, was he French? Who was oh, just yeah. so happy. Yeah. Like so happy. And he didn't win. No. But I think he, uh, this is the weird thing. To become a professional athlete at the highest level, I do believe you need to have pushy parents. Yeah, like I do, and it's it's awful, isn't it? But you look at you look at who has been successful in the past. You know, like your Tiger Woods, your Williams yeah. sisters, your Lewis Hamilton, your the guys who seem to have had pushy, and I'm sure every loads of different sports people as well. Unless you are incredibly naturally talented in golf, because it's so individual, you have to be pushed. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with it. Am I going to do the same with my kids? No. Like no. If they want to play golf, great. If they show talent and skill, great. I will nurture that and push them forward to, get, to be the best they can be. Um, but yeah, that, that show was an interesting one for me in different ways. About having lessons, if it was me, I would, personally, I would look at about seven-year-old. Seven years old. Yes. Give them some lessons. Actual coaching. Okay. Yeah. I think before that, fun, fundamentals, little bit of instruction just sprinkling across about where you yeah. maybe should stand and grip but yeah that that is literally it until it's seven eight nine tens then start to really get a little bit more into the technique, technique okay. aspects similar question uh from one of my favorite guys here um at what age do you introduce your kid to golf is there an is there an age to be pre-lesson so this is well only because i'm experiencing this at the moment i've got a four-year-old daughter or coming up to four-year-old two-year-old daughter and a baby on the way okay my four-year-old and two-year-old already have been introduced to golf okay right but they've never one of them's been on the golf course but none of them they've not actually been 
the way I've introduced them to golf is with golf balls huh. and holes, right. effectively. So you so, just let them throw the balls around and yeah. stuff. Huh. So that's that's golf. To them, to them, golf at the moment is the golf ball. I mean, kids are on one big acid trip anyway. They don't, they're they don't just care. like, what's Whatever. going on? So to them, golf is the golf ball. <laughs> right. Right? Whatever they do with the golf ball is golf. Uh. If they kick it, it's golf. If they throw it, it's golf. If they whack it, it's golf. Very beautiful. So for me at the moment, I'm getting them to, to enjoy the golf ball as much as my wife hates it around the house, but enjoy the golf ball because that's golf. Right. And that, that will develop into hitting the golf ball, putting with the golf ball, chipping with it. Right. I went out with my four-year-old daughter probably last year, so she, when she was only just over three, um, I did all the full shots on a little mini course and she putted. Right. And it, when I say putted, I say it in the loosest fashion. <laughs> Once we got on the green, Barely. I gave her the putter yeah. and I said, you've got to get that ball in the hole. Oh, wow. How are you getting it in the hole? I don't care. Pool cue? Whatever. Kick right. it. Kick it, throw it, whatever. You Doesn't don't even matter. have to use the club. If you use the club, great. If it's the wrong way around, I don't care. That's cool. Just just, just be here. Just be on the golf course with a ball and, and the club. And slowly but surely, that will turn into golf. What is your favorite thing about American golf culture? Thanks, Benny. Uh, the service. Oh, yeah. How good is it? Yeah, American I mean, we, service. We, it's the best. I mean, we slightly. you're not going to be t- talking about this hotel, are you? Uh, I probably will. Yeah. I mean, you know, but in general, in generally speaking, you can, you can talk about in general speaking, I'm kind of torn because you said you you do a lot of golf reviews and, uh, you know, club and equipment and and courses and and you feel torn now that you can take, you you don't want to take money from something you're reviewing. No, I'm in a similar situation because, you know, we're here in Isle of Man invited guests of the, of the state of the country. This, what are we in a country municipality province? Uh, British Isles. We're in a British Isle. And I don't, you know, but I mean, that said, we're we're 20 years back in time. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. So going back to... Service. You can answer quickly. we got a bunch of questions. Service. Um, the, the customer service in the US is the best. Okay. I, don't, I love American-style golf courses. Big greens, big fairways. Oh, you beautiful do? Tea. Oh, yeah. More than Lynx golf? I, I, not that I love them both as equally as each uh, other. Politically good answer. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, question for Rick. What are the best and worst parts of having such a large social media following and as it and and as it as okay is and is it as fun and glamorous as we all think? <laughs> Same goes for you too, Eric. I'm gonna dodge that question, Barky. But uh, anyway, this is my favorite guy. He's got a he's got a, a golf Instagram dog dogs and golf. That's oh, that's his page. Yeah, nice. I love it. So uh, best bits is you get to put a piece of content out that you're proud of, and it gets instant recognition, views, comments, interaction. Helps people straight away. Yeah. Uh, worst things are the frigging trolls and negative comments. You get a lot of that. But yeah, it comes with anything, but I kind of learned to, to forget about it. I don't get any. I think, I think. Although maybe I'll get them now. Now that you now that you posted about it, now you got, get the now you got way more. Hey, listen, once you now get over ten k followers on Insta, yeah. you'll start getting them. I have a big um, K on my page. I think I think it's just their atten- the way they want to get your attention by uh, a negative right. comment. I right. think that's all it is. Right. Um. What was the other bit of that question? Uh, I can't remember. The best bits is, yeah. You got it. already got a... You got it. Yeah. I guess my answer would be the best part is um, feeling like what I'm doing is important. Feeling yeah. like what I'm doing is relevant. Or, or getting a message that says, I started golfing yeah. after watching Adventures in Golf. That's really cool. Or I got back into it. Yeah. That to me... Or, or they'll take it even further and they'll, and they'll tell me actual real story that is actually really beautiful. The worst part is is um, 
feeling stress over not being able to meet um, not demands, but you know, meet uh, a request. You yeah. know, people. people hey, I, hey, I have something I want to tell you. Well, I want to listen, but I also have a backache. I need to shower, and I haven't slept. So, you know, and I just try to manage that. You know, with the time I make available to do that. Someone else just said, "Was it glamorous?" It's he not glamorous. It's, glam- it's not. We made- We're in a fucking shitty ass hotel. Yeah, it stinks. I didn't want to say anything. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Can you ask him if he enjoys playing golf more now with his use of social media and job he has now or before when he was more competing more? Ooh. Unless I am playing a new course, I find it hard to get fully motivated without some sort of competition. I find it hard now to play golf without making content. Interesting. I feel making just playing golf, as much as I like it. Even at the old course? I've never played the old course. What? I actually turned down. What? I'm at this. I turned down an invite to play it this year. I'd been traveling like crazy and my wife's pregnant and it just, timing wasn't perfect. Right. It'll come back. But playing golf, just playing golf, unless it is literally with a group of buddies drinking, which I don't really do. I'm trying to make myself sound cool. <laughs> and the golf course, bu- buggies, drinking beer. I love that. But apart from that, I feel like, imagine if we were playing golf last night, right? Yeah. Now, as much as I would love that, I would feel like I was doing a disservice that we weren't capturing that. I hear you. Do you get what I mean? I hear you. So I feel like it's we have I I enjoy capturing the place that I've played. Let's say let's say I as much as I loved Augusta on the Sunday. Yeah. I was also itching to share it. Right. You know, as much as I loved being there and experiencing it without a mobile phone. Yeah. I also part of me just wanted to share it. Well, on some level for you it seems like uh you know you love golf, but in some ways, the bigger competition, if you will, is your is your work. And I feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like it was funny because when we were walking around playing golf and filming, we were filming your show yesterday. Like I was like itching to be like, ah, that's a beautiful view right there. Ah, that's great. Oh, it'd be great if the camera was right here and you and I walked by and I said this. You know. And so that was I found that I found that very hard to not. Be I, able I to think do. as you experience it when you've got cameras and drones and this and that yeah. and it's hard to concentrate on your golf as well yeah. golf is just there you just have to step up and hit it exactly when you have to get all the camera angles it's much but, harder but as we're saying i think sometimes the viewer doesn't quite appreciate it because they feel like it should it's almost already done and yeah. that's not a bad thing if it looks already like you there's nothing there's no you hard work natural, yeah that, that's a good thing no but it's a fucking war out there it's crazy trying to get one shot I watched you. It's crazy. I watched that drone. You handed the drone. You handed the remote to guy, and guy was like, uh. <laughs> "Where is this?" Oh, it's only like 2,000 meters out in the sea. <laughs> it was pretty far away. Are you a sixty degree guy or a fifty eight degree guy? Sixty every day. Love it. I don't want to go more. Love it. You go sixty four. Yeah. Here's a question. Uh, my wife is just getting into golf, so we are starting from scratch. What, in his opinion, would be the most important thing that I could work on her with? Putting, setup, wrist flick when executing a club toss. <laughs> oh, well, it's club toss every day. Honestly, uh, putting. You know yeah. why I think putting? Because it's straight away you get a reward. Right. Uh, interesting. You? you know, if, if you went on a putting green with a complete beginner, right? they, were gonna, they are going to hole a putt yeah. at some stage, right? doesn't matter how long it is. And that's going to be exciting. Well, they've achieved something. You take them to a driving range, and how hard is it to go on a driving range straight away? So I I think putting because you achieve something straight away. There's there's a goal, and it doesn't matter if you hold it from a tapping or you manage to hold a 10-footer. Right. There's something there that was a goal. You achieve something. Well, and you've got also, uh, you know, uh, 
carry over to mini golf. Correct. Um, okay, how many sets of irons has Rick tested? Oh slash, slash. Well, first answer that. How many tested? Sets of irons? Yeah, how many sets? Well, I've got fifteen hundred videos on my channel. Jeez. And I reckon three hundred of them are iron reviews, okay. roughly. Okay. How many shanks? <laughs> That's a bold question. Oh, wow. I actually shanked. I'm testing a new. What club was it recently? I tested a new wedge and I hit a real shank. <laughs> real. It, it, didn't, it didn't make. It didn't make the edit. No, they typically don't. Um, but yeah, the but on the close up of the club after testing, there was a real hosel rocket in there. Right. I tried to claim it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play Europe Challenge Tour? And what's it like for an American going that route? Little Brooks Kepka. Um, I didn't play. That is little Brooks. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know what that is. I don't know what European challenge tour is. I'm assuming it's web.com tour. Who's it from? Uh, Tricky Nick 32. Ah, uh, right. Okay. I get yeah, it. He's, just, he's, he's relating Brooks's history. I didn't do well. His brother's doing the same at the moment. Chase. Oh, okay. Chase Kepka is going the same route. So he's doing oh, a lot little of Brooks Kepka means Chase. Chase yeah. Got so it. he he's probably doing that. So um, I, I didn't. I've not played Euro Pro. I've not played Challenge Tour. Mm. I know it's freaking hard. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's it's like web web.com tour. Moving on. But you're probably harder. Considering the access he has to pretty much any piece of equipment on the market, how does Rick resist the temptation to chop and change his equipment all the time? Well, you do. I, I used to. You used to. I used to change an obscene amount. Um, and, but then the kind of novelty wore off. Yeah. You know, it's... it's so you stop caring. Just because I, it wasn't helping me. And, you know, it's all well and good having shiny clubs. Yeah. So I, I changed my driver a lot. <laughs> and I changed my wedges. You're rocking a ping right now. Ping. Interesting change. Ping's deep, huh? Ping's good. Yeah. Ping's really good. Um, uh, for me, I like the 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 rogue. I like the ping. Yeah. So I will switch between those two. Yeah. I like the What's your clubhead speed on the driver? One oh one ten. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're maximizing uh, your angles because it doesn't sound like one ten. It sounds like one twenty five. The way the ball comes off that club face. It's pretty hot. I heard it and I was impressive. It's actually an illegal I was, driver. I was impressed. Why is it illegal? I'm joking. Oh, Teflon? <laughs> yeah. So I think um, I, I used to swap a change a lot, but I've had my irons in my bag for ages. I've had my putter in my bag for ages. I've had the two iron. That's new, actually. Right. I do, I do still swap and change quite a bit. I love it. You're a tweaker. This is a good question. How much does your testing setup bay cost? Wow. From scratch, I'm in love with it. Uh, a good question. 40 grand? 40K uh, pounds. Yes. 60K dollars. Um, what random <clears throat> chance event... Uh, oh, well, I think we know this. What random or chance event has made the most impact ultimately in your life today? Why do you know that? Maybe I don't know it. So ask the question again. What random or chance event or encounter has ultimately made the biggest impact in your life today? What do you think is? Well, I thought it was losing the tournament. All right, it could be. Um, that's that's good one. Um, the the random chance event is my my mum picking up golf. Huh. I mean that is so random. Honestly, it, it really is because she never had a background in golf. Like it was, she was with a, a she was with a fella and he played golf, got her into it. I wasn't bothered, and and I, I think that's so random. I would have never got into golf. Never, ever. ever. You don't know that, but no, no, I wouldn't. Have. It just wasn't in my, it wasn't even close to being, I know you picked it up later in life, but you had relatives. Right. You had family members. I didn't, I didn't have family members. 
I didn't know golfers. The, where I grew up was not a golf kind of gangster destination. Was it, it was, was just it? it was football, soccer, football. It was that's that was what the that's what I played. London is a bit more golfy. Scotland is a bit more golfy. Scotland, one hundred percent. So you, right. when your man Stuart, yeah, when you knew he was Scottish, you yeah. went to play golf. There's a, there's a decent chance he plays golf. Manchester, nah, no, 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 no. Southport, yeah, maybe. So right. where like Birtdale is, but honestly, not that it's not that it's the ghetto. It's right. very kind of middle class industrial working well working man it's just it's not a golf destination so if honestly if my mum didn't pick it up god knows what i'd be doing i think i'd be an electrician (laughs) seriously someone said is he messy i don't think you are i think you're pretty fucking organized guys guy thinks i'm messy my my wife would say i'm tremendously messy really yeah yeah i'm a mess someone someone saw the video of my hotel room and they thought they said is he messy this is yeah this is this is that was not my help. That when I get to a hotel, hotel room, I just need to explode. I can see that. What was your best round ever? <laughs> I can see. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> uh, best round ever was a 60, 68, so four under. Solid. Nothing, nothing ridiculously good. All right, we're gonna zip through these. Um, favorite video ever to film. Oh, that's a great. Question. It's What's my one. favorite video? What is my favorite video? Maybe it was teeing it up with the coolest guy in golf. Maybe. That was pretty. No. I played with Dude Perfect. That's pretty cool. Oh, they're good. Tyler and Cody. They're good guys. But that wasn't the coolest video to make because it was actually quite stressful. Yeah, they are. I can't think. Okay, no problem. I can't think. Uh, where do you see the next few years of golf on YouTube going? More towards instructional content or course vlogs or equipment reviews? I think this is a general question, not I just think, for you. I think, and this is where I'm going to move it, I'm going to move it to a place that you don't even know you were expecting. Well. So it's none of those three. I just got frightened, actually, when you said that. I was like, I don't so, know. Exactly. So there'll be content out there that you didn't know Are you going to try for open qualification next year? No. I didn't do it this year, and I, I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when did you... Uh, no, you answered this. Um... Okay, answered that. Uh, whoa. Okay, Rick has played a lot of well-known golf cele- playing with a played a lot of well-known golf celebs and non-golf celebs, both in and off camera. Whoa, which was the most gratifying win or the most painful loss? Same question for me, Eric. Well, I don't really do that, but thanks, love you, pod. Okay, ta-da. the best win. That's a tough question. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, 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 the best, the worst loss. Right, I played against Danny Willett. So Masters Champ. Yeah. In the year when he was Masters Champ. Whoa. In Abu Dhabi. And I was, I did a three-hole challenge with him. And we uh, tied with him the first two holes. And I was coming down the last, right? And crushed a drive. He crushed a drive. He pulled his second shot way left. <laughs> nearly in the grandstand, right? Uh-huh. And I hit this unbelievable three-wood just front of the green, right? Chipping's not my strength. I was have a tight lie crapping myself right <laughs> he was he was in the the jungle by the grandstand dead right, right. so i'm thinking i've won this yeah freaking won the up and down champ. even a two putt even, a, even i could chip and two putt right yeah i've won this he's never getting up and down never in a million freaking years right he might he might make the chip and two putt he played this shot out of the rough that i'm still to this day was like what the freaking <laughs> hell and he stiffed it to about six foot and i'm thinking holy crap this has right. made my chip 
a ridiculously ton harder. Right. And I I I managed to make contact <laughs> with the chip. We had loads of people watching. I managed to make contact. And I chipped it up to eight foot just outside him. Right. Oh no, no, my bad. I was inside him. I was inside him. He put first hold it oh. for birdie. I had to hold it to halve the match and just balled it. Oh. But it was like from where I felt I was I had him. I had him up against the ropes, Eric. Yeah. I had the Masters champion. Yeah. I was putting that green. I was saying, give me that green jacket. <laughs> you don't deserve that. I want that green jacket. It's mine now. And suddenly he just smashed me to the side. You tried to say, remember uh, that movie with Tom Hanks? Look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no. No. Their short games are unbelievable. 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 Um, I probably don't know that many wins. I've probably not had that many wins. <laughs> but that was my that was my heartbreaking loss. I think this is a good question to end on. Um would you rather guaranteed hole in one, career hole in one, or never three putt? What do you mean guarantee a career hole in one? I don't actually know what that means. So about a hole in one. I think it means guaranteed career hole in one. I don't I don't understand what that means. Well I've had that. You've had that. So having another one would be nice, but it's not the we've we've done the hole in one club, right? Right. You've done the hole in one yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. So I'm we're in, the in there. Club, yeah. So never three putt again. Because once you've done one, who ma- does it matter if you've done two? Uh, that guy's done two, and he never shuts up about it. But there's no, <laughs> there's no like holding two holding one clubs. Yeah, it's just a holding one club. No, you would want like a holding one and a par four. Correct. That that would be that would be more impressive. And I told you that story when I saw one at North Berwick. That was, was good. We don't need to go into that. But <laughs> but actually, having a holding one and a par four is even it's a bit it's it's harder to explain. So yeah. like if you had a holding one, well, no, well, yeah, but it was on a par four. People would be like, I don't believe you. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to Why are you so it. weird? Yeah. Just go on to a par three and have a hole in one. <laughs> Just be a normal hole in one, please. Yeah, but never three put again would be a would right. be great. Um, I mean, I, I can peek through here a little more. I feel like we, we do need to go shoot some stuff today. Of course. Um, I mean, there are just so many questions. Um, so many good questions. A lot of them we've already talked about. Um. Which videos have you seen from other golf YouTubers and wished you had thought of first? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I think I, I'll, what I love is anything anything that's slightly out of the box. So anything that's new, that's fresh, that's like, you know, I wish I'd come up with adventure in golf. Solid. So do I. Because that's, that's, I remember when I first, I can't remember which episode I stumbled across first, but I was like, holy smoke what the hell what the hell is this because you know i was in that world i was in the youtube world and i was looking i was uh, you know i i search youtube a lot and i, I check what's going on right and then suddenly i was like what the hell is this yeah. stuff who the fuck is this why guy? have i never seen this before right. because it was produ- produced way better right it was presented way better yeah you were showing things that i'd not seen before right in a different way i was like man this is awesome like this is really cool i, I was i I know I'm, I'm your smiling podcast so big right now, man. I'm on your, I'm on your podcast, and but I, I was like, I'm a fan straight away. Right. I'm like, I'm in, I'm invested. I am watching every video, and I, I genuinely look forward to every video that comes out. I can't wait for season three, definitely. Oh, I'm so excited. And then, and then I must admit, I think you've probably got me into podcasts. Really? I've never been a podcaster. Yeah. Like, I've never, I've never listened to him that often. I've never really, I, I have a decent commute to where i coach and where i film and i was like you know what i could do with getting involved in podcasts oh yeah 
And you, I think you were the first person I subscribed to. Amazing. And so it's like, I think what what you're doing and what what potentially you've got in the lineup is exciting. Right. So it's not about what I think of first because I admire it. I don't need to copy it. I don't need to try and do it because it's not it's not me. It's not I don't do the travel side of things. But what you do in the travel space is class. Right. Really good. Thank you. That's a huge compliment, man. No, it is. It's really cool. Do you see yourself starting a podcast? I don't know. Seems I think, easy. I think you could. <laughs> it seems easy. I it mean, seems pretty relaxed. I think you could. I think it could be really beneficial. I don't think I've got quite the voice that you have, though. What are you talking? Like the my ra- vocal? Yeah, the radio. Oh you've no, got- you've got it. Mm. Guy, obviously, guy's gonna say yes. He has to. I think you've he's got contracted it. Dude. To say yes. Yeah, he's contractually <laughs> obligated. Do you think to we answer. should do a podcast? I think so. I think you could do a really cool podcast. I think you could. Would you be a guest on mine? Absolutely. I think one should of the you things. Film it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just use this. So, <laughs> let me just do an intro. Hi, welcome down to the Rick Shields podcast <laughs> with, my, with my guest today, Eric Anders Lang. Welcome down. The Is that what you man. say? It's almost like I have a bit of an intro. It's like, hey guys. Yeah. I've kind of gone away from it a little bit because I it would do my head in as well. Hey guys, yeah. welcome down to I was like, no, I need to change that. Right. So now it's like I talk about what the video is. Right. And then I, I come in because it's not about me. Right. It's about the video, about the content. I'm just hosting that content. Right. Granted, I've made it, I've produced it, I've edited it, but I'm just hosting yeah, it. It you couldn't know? be more your baby. But I'm I'm just I'm just the host of that show. Right. And that, that's kind of my content coming forward. I'm coming up with ideas that are interesting, that are fresh, that are new, that are that are still servicing my current, you know, subscriber base. Yeah. But also bringing in new people, you know, bringing in golfers who might not have, uh, maybe even non-golfers. Yeah. Into that space. I think I think you could have a podcast just dedicated to like checking in with Rick. Like, you know, a little bit, a little bit ones. about like, you know, what do you do in the morning? Yeah. You know, just keep it real basic. People yeah. like you, obviously. That's, that's a given. I don't, I don't think I share enough of me. Yeah. I think, and I think this is a good way to do it because the podcast is a really, for me, I've learned so much about storytelling and also it's been a great release of like, you know, cause making video is hard. Yeah. It's not easy. It's like, it's not just like everyone thinks Casey Neistat. Oh, oh that's that guy so works good. hard. He's so, he's, well, he has the title, work harder. Yeah, he, you know, work, he, is, he is the hardest worker. That's that's his whole thing. And so when I watch his videos, I get tired. Yeah, I get tired. I'm like, holy God. Because you put you're, the watching it, you're watching it as a creator. Yeah. I think watching it as a fan, you'd, yeah. just, be, you'd just be like, oh, that can't be that hard. And so that's why I like the podcast is because it's just like a notebook. Yeah. And I feel like you could just spend time, you know, going through a lot of what I'm sure are similar questions to what I just read, um, you know, or, you know, outline some other type of you know it'd be a good way to tell it to be fair because i don't have a massive avenue to tell people what's coming up yeah so i'll often film something wait for it shout about it when i film it yeah shout about it when i release it but the middle ground is kind of a bit lost yeah i I could i love a platform to be able to go this is happening this is in edit it's getting close gotta watch it well also i mean if you look at what we did with uh teeing it up right like we we filmed a show that's ultimately going to be under 10 minutes yeah um we talked about so many things yeah we have talked about so many interesting things in the time since we've been together for now a day it's actually annoying because we've we've chatted about a lot of stuff in really interesting off camera and yeah. off podcast we yeah we just need to be mic'd from the moment we got off the plane that would be ideal we should just be mic'd or I mean, you, you know, wouldn't want you just, it to visit us to the toilet, but when you do, t- <laughs> or the restroom, you never know. Some, a lot of great things happen in the bathroom. Um, but you know, you could, you could. Anyway, whatever. 
whatever you need. I think I think it'd be successful. Well, thank you. I think I don't that... want you to feel like I'm stepping on your toes. What? No. What do you call your show? I call my show the Eric Lang show. So if you yeah, called that would... it that, it'd be strange. Yeah, that would be odd. You call it Rick Shields show. Nice. I think you should call show. it. Um, yeah, Monday morning with Shieldsy. Oh, I think the problem is Monday morning. I have screaming kids in the background. But and you recorded Sunday night. No, no one knows jump, that you recorded jumping Sunday. Jumping on my, oh, okay. yeah. jumping on my neck. And this is going to probably come out in a week or two. Okay. Anything you want to leave uh, the the listeners with, or myself? Um, yourself, keep up the great work. You are you're smashing it. Seriously, I think the podcast is awesome. I think the content you're making is phenomenal. If you are listening to this from my audience, because I'm I'm going to massively share this on my social. Make sure you subscribe to Eric's podcast and his YouTube. You do what I don't up. do. I don't. I, I'm not good at that. You gotta do it. You're just that's that's what I really admire that make about sure you. you. Make you're sure just you're... like no, this is my fucking job. I'm gonna tell you what to do. You fucking subscribe. <laughs> you best have to subscribe. You check out Eric. You follow him. You I'm don't. gonna do you. Yeah, you need Everyone to. go check out Rick Shields at Rick Shields PGA S H I E L S PGA. Check him out. Follow him. Show him some love, and tell him. And then, is that good? And then say you're coming from Eric Lang. Say you come from Eric Lang. And, if you, and if discount you... code Garmin at no that Garmin <laughs> Rangefinder. Can we just talk about that? Of course we can. Are you are you are you contractually contract- advised to do so? Yeah, so we've not announced it yet, but yeah. Oh, how good, how good was that? That was pretty good. So I've, I've I'm a gearhead. Become an ambassador for Garmin, and the new Rangefinder was just off the. the you scale. you look through the Rangefinder, and all of a sudden you see there will be blood. Yeah, it was, it was so. I mean, it was just awesome anyway more information that coming up yeah but yeah if you if you're new to eric's show make sure you subscribe make sure you leave do you leave a review on podcasts yeah uh people it? leave comments on itunes okay. uh you can rate it uh nice. that's super cool if you do that yeah, obviously do. get involved tell people to. yeah get guys get involved you best you best go and write it do it do it people don't be a don't be just a freeloading douchebag and when get i and- when i get my podcasts <laughs> coming up i want you on the show i can't wait we'll do it in la I can't wait. I'm oh, we'll do it in LA. LA. That'll oh, be great. Yeah, we can't, It'll be it. sunny. We're going to play some golf. I love it. We're going to play some golf today, which I'm looking forward to because the weather's amazing. Yeah, it's perfect weather out there. And we don't have to worry about scoring. Then we're going to... So I'm going to be walk. filming, so you'll have the day off. Oh, it's going to be easy. Oh, easy street. Goodness. No, but thanks for having me as a guest. It's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to this coming out and uh, more podcasts in the future. You got more guests lined up? Uh... I'm going to go to the WGC pretty soon. Nice. Apparently, Justin Thomas is going to be on. The people know. But that could that could that could not come through. That could fall through. Did podcast know this already? I think I mentioned it. Well, definitely Charlie Hoffman. Nice. uh, A handful of others, and yeah, Justin Thomas. I heard was a very likely. uh, How cool is that? How crazy is that? If you Um, put him on straight after me, that I think that'd be fine. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for coming out. Thanks so much. I really love hearing about your story and everything. No, it's been class. Thanks. Hardest working man in golf. What's oh. your title? Uh, most downloaded man in golf. <laughs> I, I, I probably yeah. Most watched. Most watched man in golf. Most watched. I love it. Golf presenter. I would love to put a GoPro on your head and just watch you walk through a PGA Tour event. It's not That'd be nice. kind of interesting. Yeah. Just go live on your head. You get some weird. Weird, uh, <laughs> weird people wanting pictures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, boy. Awesome. Let's go and play some golf. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much, listening. Rick. See you soon. Check Rick out. All the information is in the comments below. And uh, bye. Bye.